Things constantly change, so don't ever think you fully know everything. (laughs) Yo, this is Life in Perspective, episode 26. I thought I knew. Let's get it. Yo, welcome to Life in Perspective, episode 26, and we are back again. Here we are. Yo, how are y'all doing? Like, obviously I can't hear you right now, but like, you know, just take a moment. Tell yourself, like, yo, I may not be where I want to be, but thank God I'm not where I used to be. Whatever that means for you, you know, like, just take a moment to be grateful, like, pause, take a deep breath. You might be listening to this in your car and maybe you just had like a moment of anxiety or a moment of worry or a moment of like, I don't know what the heck is going on, but like, just take a moment, like take a deep breath and just like exhale gratitude. Like you could be a lot worse than where you are right now. Like I shared this on Instagram earlier this week, like your worst day is someone's best day. So like be grateful. We don't always take a moment to take on the perspective of gratitude, which which helps us like know that it's okay. Like it will be okay. And I don't, I just feel like maybe somebody needed that while they're listening to this. So like, I hope you're doing well. Just know that I'm always praying for you. Even if I've never met you, I'm always praying for you. Like I pray for everyone who listens to this, will ever listen to this, like whoever's attached to the other side of my obedience to do life in perspective. Like I pray for you daily and I pray that like this week, God comes through whatever you need him to do for you. Like I believe that he will do that. Like I believe that you will have tangible blessings that are connected to prayers that you've prayed over time. Maybe if it was a prayer that you just prayed today, like God is that good that he will do just that in time, like in time. Cause I know sometimes we feel like we're off and I feel like he don't come on time, but he will do it in time. Cause he lives outside of time. He's the only one who does that. And he's not controlled by our timelines. And when we think things should happen, I don't know where this is coming from. I really feel like somebody needed it. Um, but yeah, that's just like your moment of perspective, your moment of encouragement before we hop into today's episode. Like it's going to be okay. You're good. You're good because there is a father in heaven who has you. And, you know, maybe you listen to this and you like, I haven't really accepted Jesus yet. And that's okay, too, because I have a Bible that says he reigns on the just as well as the unjust. And then there's another scripture that says, for God so loved the world that he sent his only son. And that's the world. He didn't say the world that chooses him or the part of the world that chooses him or the part of the world that chooses to follow him. He said he so loved the world, which means that like Jesus died for your stuff, too. Like he even died for your lack of faith. Like. I don't, I, there it is, you know, there it is. What's popping y'all? Like, I'm excited to be here today. I don't know where we going today. Um, but from the quote, you could tell that I've probably had some, uh, enlightening couple of days since the last time I talked to y'all and yo, I did y'all. I, I think since the last time we met, maybe not. Well, maybe, maybe it was, I can't really remember, but the last time we met, uh, since then, I preached twice. I preached one at a youth service and one at young adults. And I'm pretty sure I did preach after, I mean, I did the podcast after I preached on Wednesday. So then I preached on Friday. Let me just tell y'all, you ever had like an attitude with the Lord? I 
I have those pretty often. And let me just say that Friday, I definitely had an attitude. So y'all, I was like preparing to speak at Young Adults and the title of my message was called Let It Burn, right? And so the idea of it was definitely inspired by Usher. So you don't have to second guess it. It was absolutely inspired by Usher's Let It Burn, okay? And so let me just tell y'all that I was um, preparing for the message and I really didn't have much of much very similar actually not similar at all to Wednesday because Wednesday I actually had points they just ended up being (laughs) what he wanted them to be I didn't really have points for Friday I had a direction in which I wanted to go to which was like going back and I use the story of Elisha and Elijah when Elijah anoints Elisha and he says let me go back and kiss my mother and father first and then I'll come and just around the premise of how before we walk into a new thing, sometimes there are things that we have to deal with in our past. And let me explain to y'all why I got an attitude. Because I knew that was going to be like the topic of the message. I knew I would talk a little bit about myself, but I didn't know that I was going to share all of my business. And the Lord really had me out there like so bad. So like if you ever watch a Tyler Perry play, and you know, sometimes like where he's giving women like he put in, he puts women up on game. And then he has that moment where he remembers that he's a man under his costume. I had that moment. I had that moment where I was in the middle of telling my business. And then I recognized it was my business. I had to tell the Lord, like, whoa, hold on, pause. We really going there? <laughs> and um, but overall, I think I think it was really impactful. Like, I think lives were you know, touched and transformed. And you always know, like, we're going to do ministry at the end, which is turning out to be like my favorite part of speaking is like having the ability to partner with Holy Spirit and like watch people experience freedom. And that is like, I'm always amazed by that. And I think if, if I had to like give the first, like, I thought I knew like I I didn't know (laughs) actually like I I think I thought I knew me and this last five to six months have proven that like there was a version of me I knew but like the version that I'm becoming like I didn't know her and I'm super excited to like it's almost like I'm learning that I'm an onion and like watching God pull back layers in his timing and in the seasons that he's ordained it for it to happen has been like a really beautiful journey. And I wanted to share that with y'all because sometimes like we could really like sleep on ourselves and I know you hear that all the time and it's usually like dang shorty was killing it and she didn't want to act like it like it's not even about killing it like I think I was asleep on like all the things that are on the inside of me and to watch them unfold has been like next level like next level and a week from today that I'm recording this I'll turn 31 like my birthday is in seven days and I'm not gonna lie to y'all before last week I was sis was in a tough space like sis was trying to figure it out and I think I shared that you know on the podcast two weeks ago because we've been consistent and from um, I can't even remember the name of that episode, but from that time to now, like I feel I'm happy and I'm like excited about what 31 is going to bring. I can honestly say that like year 30, like not that I doubted that God's word proved true, but like it really proved true. Like I knew that the year of 30 would be like me stepping out into ministry in a frontward facing way. And I didn't really know um, how that would happen. And I definitely didn't think it would happen like this or this fast. Um, but I'm like excited, like about what God's going to do. And I, I, 
I think I'm, I'm learning to accept how to just go with the flow. Like if he has it all planned out and he knows like he knows the beginning from the end and he's also right in my present moment with me, like I can trust that. And I think after <laughs> what, three years, four years of him consistently doing that for me, like I could just I could just chill and I can know that like the things in my heart, he'll respond to them. I can trust and chill and know that like whatever I could possibly be worrying about, he already knows it. So the more I press into him, the more at peace I am and the more I can just trust the steps that he tells me to take and take them without fear and take them without pretense and take them without not like without knowing, you know, what's on the other side of it. And um, I think, yeah, like I, th- I thought I knew how life was going to turn out. And man, like God has continuously been shocking me. And I, I hope that this encourages you because sometimes we can be in a space where we're frustrated with the unknown, like frustrated with like we take a step to follow Jesus. And then we get in this place of frustration because it doesn't look anything like we thought it would look. And it's not maybe necessarily the thing that we want to do. Like if I'm completely honest with y'all, like life's been a little crazy the last, you know, five months. And sometimes I feel like what God has like walked me into is so much bigger than me, but he got me like he's equipped me for this. And if he brought me into the room or into the space or to the environment, I say this all the time, like I belong in it. I belong there. Like, and I have to embrace and step into it like I belong there, you know, and show up my full self and offer the wisdom that he imparts. And because sometimes I have the answers to things and I'm like, this is only the Lord. <laughs> I know this wasn't me because I wouldn't tell you this in my own strength. I wouldn't. Um, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would even like preaching. I I really thought I knew like the space in which my relationship with Jesus is. Like um I remember I would always get prophetic words that talked about how like I walk want like like me and God are really close. And it's interesting cuz whenever I would get those words, I wouldn't always feel that way. <laughs> I would kind of feel like he's disappointed in me cuz I'm really just out here living my best life and not really doing what I know I'm supposed to be doing and not walking in the fullness of who he's created me to be and I would always feel distant from him and then I would get a prophetic word and it would be like man like God loves you so much and he honors you and he's proud of you and he knows how much you love him and he partners with you in your prayers and like I would get that all the time and now I'm seeing it like I feel like it's literally showing up like I've If I could be completely honest with y'all, like I feel like I've tapped into my spidey senses. Like I feel like how Peter Parker did after he got bit by the spider and then life started to change for him. Um, That's kind of how it is. I feel like I have started to like see in the natural what it means to walk in the spirit. Now that sounds super deep. And I had a friend yesterday tell me I was churchy and I felt offended by that. <laughs> Cause I don't feel like I'm churchy. Like I feel like I'm very culturally relevant. Um, I, there are parts of me that are churchy. I can't help it, but <laughs> I feel like that statement was extremely churchy, but that's the best way I can explain it. Like I feel like even when I encounter people or I'm in a situation, it doesn't have to be like a deep situation. Like I feel like I am seeing it in the spirit. Like for example, so I had been praying um, to God. Like, I'm like, I just need a word from you. Like I need to hear from you. And I actually didn't really have any specifics. It was just like, I, I knew I needed to like tangibly hear from him, like through a physical person. Um, 
And there's this place I go to called the Pasadena House of Prayer, but I haven't been able to go in the last, I usually go like twice a year and haven't been able to go in the last six months because I moved and I have church on Saturday evenings. And that's typically when I would go there. Um, And so I just, but I trust God. Like I know like when I ask for something and it's in alignment with what he wants to do, like he'll show up. And um, I just felt like the need to call my best friend um, who moved recently from LA back home to Cleveland and I really missed her and I thought that was like why I was calling her and I just like randomly was getting grapes out the refrigerator going to my computer and like felt like I would call her on Saturday and so I called her and um the crazy thing is this was Friday actually um and so when I called her she's like cooking breakfast with her mom in the kitchen and then uh <laughs> I see her like her mom comes on FaceTime and when I see her mom I instantly knew like her mom was gonna give me a word I didn't know if she was gonna like give me a word in that moment or if it would happen later or over time like but I like had a sensing and kind of how God speaks to me is I'm also extremely intuitive so there is like a part of me that knows things without knowing them and then when you add the Holy Spirit to it he like confirms what I already know so it's actually really weird because there's some spaces and things and situations that I'll walk into that I would rather not know (laughs) and so um and it was crazy so I like maybe talked to my friend for maybe like an hour and a half we get off the phone maybe like five minutes later she texts me says hey my mom's gonna FaceTime you and I text her back and I'm like I knew there was a word from the Lord (laughs) and her mom called me and we were maybe on the phone for like 30 to 45 minutes and it was great and the word was like what I needed um it was like the thing I was asking for but didn't really know how to articulate that when I was asking God I'm just like I need a word and it was so like I needed that and you know I thought I knew how how bomb God was (laughs) but after that moment I feel like he's taking me on this journey where he's like also like we can never know God like in his fullness like I feel like we will all die still growing in deeper levels of him like I feel like he pulls back layers of himself which help us to uncover layers of ourselves and it's like this consistent journey of like getting to know him then getting to know me then getting to know him and then getting to know me and so I just want to encourage you to like never put God in a box like never think you know him like one season you may know him as Jehovah Jireh one season you may know him as Jehovah Rapha as the healer as a provider one season you may know him as like Emmanuel like God with us like I felt like I felt his presence in this situation like you know, like never put God in the box um, and only think that you will experience him how you have experienced him. Because I can tell you over the last five months, like I have learned another side of him, like another layer of him. I feel like I've gone in deeper relationship with him. And in doing that, I've learned a deeper part of myself. Like it's so crazy. Like we always talk about how our identities are found in him. And I think we don't always fully understand that, but I am like a testament like the deeper I have grown in relationship with Jesus I have grown to know myself more and I don't know how it happens (laughs) it just kind of does and so I think if anything um for this episode if I wanted to give you a takeaway it's just like don't put God in a box like because in with that you put yourself in a box like that's just the real deal like that's the reality of it and um yeah y'all like I thought I knew 
I thought I knew a lot of things. Thought I knew a little bit of how my life would turn out. But let me tell you, (laughs) I didn't have a clue. (laughs) I didn't think at 31 I would live in Temecula in the Inland Empire, not in Los Angeles, California, and not have. Well, at 31, I thought I would be married um, because as a kid, I always wanted to be married at 30 and have kids at 32, um, which obviously I'm not getting married at 30. (laughs) Um, and I'm okay with that. You know, like it, that's, if you listening to this and you're in your thirties or your late twenties, that's a journey to be okay to be. Um, I, I, I saw that follow a girl on Instagram. She just started a new podcast. Uh, it's called living single with Yana Janae. You guys should check it out. Um, she dropped her first episode today, actually. Um, and when you hear this, it would be yesterday. (laughs) Um, but you guys should check it out. But she, she, um, and sharing about her podcast, she was like, you know, I want to shift you know, people who are single from like being content in singleness to celebrating it. And now I ain't gonna say I'm there. I am not there yet. I'm not celebrating my singleness, but I have reached a point of contentment, like understanding like this is where I'm supposed to be for this season. Not forever. I have not grown content with being single for the rest of my life because that ain't my portion. The Lord has not called me to that. But I do believe that I'm like in a season of preparation for a lot of things and I've become content with like he's enough right now and there are moments where it gets harder you know where I I think about it but I've grown content like I'm good your girl's good um and your girl's like I'm because when God does send him like I want him to be him and like I don't want to have to go through five hymns and like breakups and all of that like I just want it to be him so I want God to prepare him and I want God to prepare me and when it happens it'll happen I think it'll be like so God aligned I think it'll be quick (laughs) I think the Lord will do a quick work because he's been doing a long one for us individually so when he brings us together it'll be a quick work (laughs) I believe that and I don't want to hear anything different (laughs) but yeah guys I feel like this podcast I just wanted to like share um just where I am this week I'm super happy like super excited I don't know I'm like super happy today but I am I'm usually like monotone and I'm still cracking jokes but I'm excited um yeah you know, I'm, it was so crazy. I was on the phone with my friend yesterday and he asked me, he was like, what are you dreaming about right now? And y'all, the question like threw me off a little bit and I shared this with him and I feel like I'll share it with you guys too. Like sometimes when you have chosen to like give up your life and your plan and your will for God's, um, you have to remind yourself to dream because for me, I feel like I dream, get the dream, and then guys like, all right, pack it up, let's go, we're going here. <laughs> and so I think because of that, I'm just like, man, we just, we rolling on your plan. It don't even make sense for me to make one. And I don't think that's God's intent. I don't think it's his, his intent to take away um, my ability to dream. And so I have to remind myself. And so I have lately, like, been revisiting my dreams like what were things in my heart when I was a kid that I always wanted to do that didn't die you know like one of them was I wanted to be the first girl in the NBA heavily influenced by loving basketball but that's not a dream that that was not a dream for me <laughs> 
to be honest, I was actually thinking about this the other day when I was watching Love and Basketball. This is like the most randomest smorgasbord podcast y'all gonna get for me today. Um, um, it's it flows into I thought I knew because I thought I knew why Love and Basketball was my favorite movie. But up until um over the weekend, I was like, why did I love this movie so much? But I think it was because like we always talk about the importance of representation in children, like them being able to see themselves in TV. And Monica was the only person who was on TV that was like me. Like I was a tomboy. Hate she hated dresses. Let me tell you what I used to do when I was a kid, and my mom would buy me t-shirts. The t-shirts came with little pink bows in them, and the t-shirt would always be the undershirt would always be like it would raise higher to my neck than my normal shirts. So the bow and the ruffles at the top of the t-shirt would poke out and I would cut the bows out of my t-shirt because I hated that. <laughs> and she would make me wear dresses with matching underwear, matching socks with like the frilly stuff. I hated it all. Like, and then when I saw Love and Basketball and Monica had hid a box of dresses in the garage, that was me. Like I loved basketball just as much as she did. And I always had a boo. Like, and... Sometimes when I was growing up, like people would think that tomboy equated to like like different sexual preferences, which that wasn't even really a huge I mean, it was actually a huge thing when I was in high school, but it wasn't like a huge out loud thing. It wasn't like a way of life like it is now. Um and I, that always used to make me feel away because like I always felt like I couldn't really be myself because I didn't like girls <laughs> but I felt like people thought I did because I was a tomboy and I feel like when I saw Monica on Love and Basketball I felt like um I saw myself and I think that's why I love that movie so much because I'm like dang like she loves to play basketball but she also loved this little nappy-headed boy so much <laughs> and that's how I was there were a lot of nappy-headed boys in my life um that I loved but I also loved to play basketball that was my first nappy-headed boy and it is still my first second love Jesus is obviously my first love but if we not being deep like basketball is my first love it's literally the thing I can do that calms me like no other um, love it. So that was a little sidebar. I thought I knew why I liked loving basketball, but that is actually really why I liked it. I was able to see myself in the character and identify with her and really want to grow up and be the first girl in the NBA because I thought I was too cool to play with the women. But now like the women's sport is getting a little more competitive. I don't even know why we're talking about this, but here we are. You guys are learning a little bit um, more about me. Um, What was I talking about before I took that rabbit hole trail? I don't know, guys. Um, Yeah. Moral of this story, if you get lost in this podcast like I did, <laughs> is like be good with like learning, you know, like learning daily, learning more and more. You know, I feel like, you know, the greatest lesson or greatest journey I took or the greatest tool. That's it. The greatest tool I have in my toolbox, my little kit for being a healthy individual, a healthy human being is self-awareness self-awareness I think that is what keeps a lot of people in weird spaces is because they are not self-aware and everything is not everybody else's fault and you can only control you you are only responsible for you and if we had a world full of self-aware people we probably would have a better world because if I check myself first then I could deal with you differently you know what I'm saying like and um I've been like using that tool a lot like okay what could I have done to make this better and what could I have done to maybe make this outcome differently and it's not accepting responsibility for what other people have done it's just accepting your role in what has taken place because we always have a role you know just be (laughs) self-aware yeah guys 
So takeaways is like, don't put God in a box. And the more that you grow deeper in him, the more you learn about yourself. Like that's really the overall thing. And what you got on this podcast today is like me being in the space of like Jesus uncovering things for me and it making me happy, like happy. Even the bad stuff, like the crazy stuff, the like, what are we doing stuff? It's like, I have a joy and a peace about the future that normally I wouldn't have seven days before my birthday. Like I'm telling y'all, I've had some extremely lows leading up to my birthday, having a birthday. And also it's like, you know, I'm glad this time last year I had COVID or was getting COVID or something like that. And the fact that I'm alive to see another birthday is super amazing. And so these next seven days, I'm going to celebrate up until those days. And I am, I thought I knew how much I love my friends, but I really, really love them. Like my tribe, my community, like over the last six months in this transition, which has been kind of hard for me, they have shown up. Like they have shown up for me, like in tremendous ways, like you will never know. And I'm super grateful. Community is necessary for growth, for living, enjoying life. It's necessary. Like you are not born to do life alone. And if I can do anything to help with that, like I'm committed to that. And so I have a Bible study twice a month. I'm working on building a community for life and perspective, and it's going to launch this month. And I'm super excited to share that with y'all where we like continue the conversation. We're like this conversation I'm having with you on this podcast today. We would really have this in a live, like in a chat room and like hanging out on a Zoom. Like, and so I'm working really hard to build that community for you guys over the next couple of weeks we'll be launching it and I'm super excited about that but like for real like that is my tagline like you were not born to do life alone and I'm committed to make sure that you don't have to and I promise you I'll do whatever I can to make sure you get some community wherever you are if it's virtually on zoom if it's you know a little text thread or a group me or whatever that is like you need to get community It's necessary. It's necessary for you to become all that God wants you to become. You are not born to do life alone. You know, God created Adam. He said, "Mm, this is not good. And then he created Eve. That wasn't just for that wasn't just for like sexual things or like intimate relationships between a man and a woman that's for companionship because he recognized that Adam needed a helpmate you know like someone to do life with and so do you all right Uh, that it that falls under I never knew like or I thought I knew because I thought I knew that I was good by myself for a long portion of my life and God has like highlighted and showed me the importance of community so boom there you have it yo i hope that today something was said to help put your life in perspective i love y'all so much i'm always praying for you and guess what we'll be right back here next week because this is life in perspective we out